I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. Ladies and gentlemen, we're beginning our descent into LaGuardia Airport. Please ensure that your tray table's up and your seat is in the full upright and locked position. If we happen to be in the event of a crash landing... Claire, Claire, Claire. That's enough. So why don't we move on to your thing that happened this week? Because that actually took up quite a bit of time. Well, a lot of that was me being on the internet, too. That's fine. Um, Okay, so... Oh, that's a Pepsi truck. Coke's better! Okay. So the thing that happened to me this week was kind of a a funny um, happenstance. I uh, do a lot of work at this coffee shop in Harlem that I hang out at all the time. If y'all want good coffee in Harlem, and if you ever want to meet me in person, (laughs) um, I'll probably be at Manhattanville. It's at 142nd and Edgecombe. And... um, I happened to be sitting next to some people who were buying tickets on Travelocity for a trip to Rio. And so it's like these two friends that are going to take an adventure the week of Christmas and New Year's to Rio, right? So cool. So I'm watching them out of the corner of my eye, like book the tickets. And there's that moment of like freak out when you press send and you're like, oh my God, did we get them? Did we get them at that price? Okay. (laughs) So they buy the tickets. Then they're like, woo! I'm like, yeah, I'm excited for you. And they were like, oh, were you watching us? Yeah, we're so nervous, but now we're going to Rio. So I strike up this conversation with them. And then I said, I probably should have told you this before, but have you ever checked out Mamundo? And they were like, what's that? And I was like, well, it's like the flight version of Trivago. Mm-hmm. And so we start talking about this discount site that I know. And then I show them the discount site and I find their tickets for like $500 a piece less. And so, Ooh, <laughs> wow. so then they were like, what, what? Okay. So they cancel their other flights and they buy the flight on the site that I showed them. And they were like, wow, thank you so much. Like you saved us a thousand dollars in all. Like, how could we ever thank you? And I was like, you don't have to thank me. I just told you about a website. Yeah. So then they're like, do you do a lot of traveling? Like, how do you know about this? And I told them I bought my tickets for Paris. I'm going to, um, for those that don't know, because I've talked about it every week on the show, (laughs) I'm going to Paris in April, which I'm super excited about. Um, Finally taking a trip for myself, going to Europe alone. I'm excited. Um, But that's how I I found that, because they said it's a great way to budget down if Mm -hmm. you're traveling alone. And... (laughs) And they were, and the, one of the guys in this group of, of a guy and a girl that they were booking the Rio trip, he was like, oh, I've spent a lot of time in Paris. Can I tell you all the Airbnbs I've stayed at? And can, like, in turn, can I do you this favor and give you Airbnb recommendations? Mm. And I was like, wow, this was like, it was a really, it was just such a New York moment. Yeah. That I helped them save on their flights and they helped me save on my hotels. Mm. And it was like a really cool, just like, you know, I, I was reminded that a lot of us are here for the rat race, myself included. I pound mm-hmm. the pavement. But it was a great, like, just, like, pause in the ether. Like, just a, a moment floating in time of just, like, two people doing a favor for one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. He emailed me after and was like, hey, love the conversation. Like, uh, let us know how Paris goes. I was like, yeah, let me know how Rio goes. And It's really great. Yeah, it was just a cool, like, yeah. I met a stranger and we did a favor for each other. It's really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was cool. So... Um, yeah, I just, I'm excited about the trip. I'm excited for them to have, the, like, how cool is that? Brazil, like, Rio yeah. de Janeiro in Christmas and New Year's. Like, mm. oh, oh, maybe I'll make that trip someday. I'm kind of afraid of going to Rio, like, from all the drama that happened at the oh, Olympics. the Olympics, like, yeah. all, the, all of the, well, one robbery was fake, Ryan Lochte, thank you very <laughs> much. But a lot of, like, there was a lot of crime during the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, so, anyway, that's just, When do you yeah. go to Paris? 
April 8th to the 23rd. Wow, cool. It's a good long time. Yeah, it'll be great because I'm I'm a nanny and um, so one week is the girls' spring break, so Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to be working anyway. And then the other week, my boss was so nice. They were like, well, it's a special occasion. Like, we'll we'll pay you that week too. And I was like, wow, cool. Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, my bosses are so nice. Like, one day I was late to work and they were like, don't worry about it. And I was like, no, no, I'm not late to anything. And mm-hmm. they were like, and they were like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Hey, do you want a city bike membership? Like, they're just, they're just wow. so nice. They're just so nice. So anyway, yeah, I'm going to going to France. Nice. So but the funny thing is, like, isn't it? We say in our business a lot. If you want to book a show, make a trip, like yeah, plan a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right. Part of me is like, maybe I did this on purpose. Like, maybe, <laughs> maybe Broadway. This is it. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that was it was cool. So yeah, shout out to Tommy, the dude who who gave shout me. Shout out and to Tommy. Unfortunately, I can't remember his friend's name. It, it was also a T. Maybe Tanya, Tammy, something. I think it was Tanya. Um, Tony and Tina. It, it really was like that. Oh, it was Tina. It was Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy and Tina. Tommy and Tina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crushed it. Um, crushed <laughs> it. So yeah. Anyway, that was just it was cool. I love those moments. Yeah. Like, like even up here, like what um, what I love about my neighborhood is that like it's very diverse but there's such a family atmosphere to it especially when i lived even further uptown it was even more residential there are a lot more families but like new york like you said it could be such like a nose to the grindstone kind of thing Mm -hmm. but like every so often like you bump into someone like oh i'm sorry no i'm sorry i was in your way oh that's cool i'm ian and like Hmm. yeah like up here like like that happens like they welcome you to the family even like there's so many amazing moments from your local coffee shop this coffee shop is really just getting me (laughs) wow that's so neat they're so cool um it's definitely like a regulars only kind of spot because that's really all the seats that are available (laughs) yeah people happen across it they're like wow this place is happening yeah yeah, not our club like Uh (laughs) yeah but um it's funny because i guess tommy told me that he is there all the time and mm. we just never made a point to say hi until Aww. we were linked by by a love of travel. Um, what other fa- have there have there ever been times in your life here in New York, Becca, that, that people have done like someone did you a, a favor just like in passing, whether it was like holding a door and you really remembered that, or like uh, you know hold. I think one of the biggest favors you can do for someone is holding the elevator. People, oh yeah, people are so ready to let that door close. Oh yeah, but like any any favors or any like friendly happenstances come to mind? I'm sure, I'm sure there are, and I'm sure I'll draw a blank now. Um, <laughs> um, you might have to get back to me. Do you have one? Um, nothing that stands out. I remember I struck up a conversation with someone. Um, when my one train was like delayed and then stopped and let us all off, so we had to wait for like another train to come by, and it was just like. Train delays, right? Hmm. Yep. Where are you headed? <laughs> I have like one stop to go. Yeah, me too. Did so you like, share a cab? No, I mean we like the, the next once. train was like right behind it, so it didn't matter. But yeah, I mean, just super chill, like conversation with someone I who was also in the business and yeah. found each other on Facebook. And we haven't like really kept in touch or anything, but like I love those New York moments. And I was waiting for the Crosstown bus one time when I used to work on the East Side. And uh, the, it was pouring snow, like like torrential snow. Is that mm. a thing people say? I mean, it's not like rain, but it was I just snow. say it's shitting snow, <laughs> shitting snow. <laughs> which is like not a grab, not it, something. It shot snow that day, <laughs> and uh, and so this girl and I strike up a conversation with the bus stop. She's like, "This is ridiculous. Like, just because it's snowing, th- there has to be a bus that comes." And we'd waited like half an hour, and I was like, yeah. "By this time, we could have walked across Central Park. You could have mm-hmm. even taken a C train." 
A C train? I don't know where you're going, but I just think like, oh, the C train also takes a half an hour between trains. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I'm glad that you said that because I felt very oh, no. guilty for being late no, today. No, <laughs> not at all. Like, people who live off the C train like have such a love-hate relationship uh, with the C train. Yeah, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. It's a piece of shit train, but it's my piece of shit yeah, train. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, we talked about it on, on our first episode yeah. ever. But there are no designated seats on the old C trains. You know how they now on on the trains they paint the seat like orange red, yellow, orange red, yellow. Yeah. But the C is just one bench, one oh, blue bench. Okay, yeah. You can sit as big or as small as you want to. Uh-huh. Doesn't dictate how many people can fit here. Interesting. Yeah. Um. But this girl and I, we were going from First Avenue to like Amsterdam, so it was like quite oh, a quite a that's a trek. A trek. And walking through the snow might have been dangerous. You never know. So. Um, anyway, a cab happened to go by and I hailed it down and she literally, I didn't even, I was being a dick. I didn't even think like, Hey, do you want to share this cab? Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't ask her where she was going. She was like, I live at 73rd in Columbus. Like, do you want to, uh, or she goes, I live at 74th in Columbus. Um, where are you headed? And I was like, I'm headed to 74th in Columbus. <laughs> and she was like, is it okay if I hop in this cab with you? And I was like, yeah, totally. And then on the way over, we struck up a conversation about The Bachelor because we were both headed home to watch The Bachelor premiere. Like, it was, it was just cool. It was a cool, like... I love that. People That's here cool. people here are so nice. They I are. think I think the New Yorkers being assholes, assholes thing is, like, finally being dispelled as a rumor. It's, yeah. Maybe I mean, like, just New Yorker to New Yorker, but that's enough for me. I mean, like, <laughs> it's such an old-school way of thought as well, but, like, once you're here, you know, it's like, we're not mean. We just have, we're, we're very efficient. We don't like being yeah. bothered. We don't like being distracted. We, we we like to go. We like to do our thing. Yeah. And I will always refer to the YouTube video by Glove and Boots, which is <laughs> Tourist Tips for New York. Oh. It's amazing. Cool. Highly recommend it. It's hilarious. The awesome. whole thing is like, you're a tourist, therefore you're a jerk. That's okay. When I go to your hometown, I'm the jerk. Yeah. Look at me. I'm in Bismarck, North Dakota. I'm going to take my picture and not go to work when you're going to work. <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Um, and then adorable. the whole thing was like, when you're here, walk fast or get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a, so. I, maybe it's from that, from that guide, but there was a, a thing I, I, re- that. I read a thing one time that said like, when, you know, like, for example, these people are going to go to Rio, right? So they're mm-hmm. going to get a guidebook or, or look up online customs in Rio, places to eat. Yeah. Um, what, you know, what hand, what shouldn't I do with my hands so I don't accidentally in your culture flick you off or something, yeah. you know, like you shouldn't hold out your pinky in China, Singapore or Japan, like, wow. you know, Korea. So we do that when we go to another country. So why, just because New York is in America does not mean it's an American city by any means. No. Like, we're, we're our own foreign country. It's and a like, different just beast. study our customs. Like, just don't yeah. stop. If you have to look up, we want you to admire the architecture and the height of our buildings. Just <laughs> get out of the way. Yeah, we love, <laughs> we love a good, like, phallic, you know, like, skyscraper. But just get out of the way. Just get out of the way. Just get, just get out of the way. Yeah, so that's just how I feel about that. It was like a nice New Yorker to New Yorker moment. Yeah. I don't know if I would have done that for a non-New Yorker. I don't know. Yeah. I probably would have let them spend the 500 apiece. I don't know. It's funny. I'm not sure. <laughs> what if they can afford to do to take the trip to New York? Oh, and another interesting thing. Um, Ian's really into technology and and knows uh, is a fanatic for Apple products. Like mm. maybe you can speak more to this. Sure. But it came up in this conversation that he was booking on a Mac. I showed him Mamondo on my Dell. I have a mm-hmm. PC. And um, did you know Dell's a PC? Um, and <laughs> <laughs> And um, he said that he read somewhere, and then we Google searched it afterward, and there was a lot of internet like proof about mm-hmm. this. That if you book a trip or a hotel booking on a Mac, 
that there are algorithms that that only show you more expensive prices than if huh. you search on I'm the I'm sure there are. It's the truth. Because as much as I love Apple, like, shit's expensive. Yeah, it, yeah. But, but what we found is there are algorithms for places like Travelocity and, um, and just general site booking, like booking sites, that they find out if you're searching through Safari... They assume you're on a Mac. I'm on a Mac, yeah. Huh. And then because they will show the you. They will show you higher rates, so their their commission is higher. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. totally makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm and we did the same side by side search on his MacBook Air and my Dell of the same parameters of like, I think it was like like we did an example Laguardia to Nashville mm-hmm. Christmas Day to January first. And my deals were 200 cheaper than his. I believe it. Wow. Yeah, that's that's good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So crazy. Yeah. But they were doing the smart thing and booking the flights on a Tuesday morning, which is statistically that's, the cheapest. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I know. Because that's, that's, when, new, that's when new mm. uh, flights are made available on oh, Tuesday mornings. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Now you know. Lots of tips. Lots of tips. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I, I believe that. I mean, but I'm wondering, like, was he on Safari you were on? Uh, I was on Google Chrome. Because I'm wondering if it, like, if... I wonder what the cheapest Chrome. one is, yeah. yeah I'm Watch if the Internet Google Explorer. Chrome. Yeah, like, if you're on, like, Netscape from 1994. Netscape Navigator. Um, <laughs> like, then it's just like, well, I don't know what you're doing here, but here's a $50 flight to Tampa. So, <laughs> um, yeah. People Bye. who... I, I don't know where I saw it, but there was, like, an actor or somebody that I was looking up, and on their website, their personal email was an AOL account, and I was like, you're either a genius or an idiot. My- <laughs> My voice teacher, like, who's still one of my mentors to this day, like, he still uses AOL. My mom still uses AOL. And I'm like, and, and to, an, to an extent, I respect that. Yeah, like, but I, like, I respect that. I used to send all of my magazine subscriptions and stuff, like, all of the, any junk mail that I could possibly foresee in the future, I used to, to the AOL my, account. my AIM. AIM, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yep. But then one time I was with my brother and I was like, oh, I gotta clear this junk mail. And it pops up, you've got mail. And my, and my brother was like, still using AOL. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm so angry. Oh my god. (laughs) Now now that's Yahoo. Like my business my business email quote unquote is my Yahoo. Which I'm gonna change to Juno account. Ooh Juno vintage. Juno vintage. So a a friend of mine in the business uses um Earthlink. Her uh, her email address is at Earthlink (laughs) which I kind of love. Yeah. Uh, all right well any final thoughts on 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 favors to be given and and booking trips. Not that I well, I did of. think of one actually. Um, Ooh, when I was yes. going to visit my friend um, in Hillsdale, New York, I was at Grand Central Station and had no money. I think I was playing the game of oh, I'm only <laughs> overdrawn this much. I think my bank will still let me overdraw this much with this fee. I'm terrible. I think I need to be in Debtors Anonymous or something. But um, <laughs> but this woman and so I was like, oh, my credit card doesn't work. Well, like, uh, like it surprised me because I'm so embarrassed when it doesn't. <laughs> work. It's, I've been in that position yeah. too. Yeah. Well, and I've also yeah. Well, you have to make a big show of like I just put money in this account. Yeah. Are you sure? I just checked it. <laughs> yeah. I, I and I also um, I also consolidated my debt so I can only use my debit credit card. Okay. Um, and uh, this woman behind me um, paid for my trip. <laughs> that was a big one. Wow. Isn't that nice? Oh, and then you wonder like, to what degree should you be thankful because. You don't want to be the person that, like, someone saves your life and you smother them with gratitude to the point where you're annoying them, you know? Right. I was like, but yeah, I think, because I, 
I, I, yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't know how to thank her. You know, I mean, but, it's yeah. not like you can be like, oh, let me buy you a cup of coffee because my <laughs> car was just declined here. I almost gave her a CD. I was like, well, maybe if I see her when we get off the train, I should give her a CD. But, but then it's hard to know. I would have to bring Ian with me to, to vibe out what the person <laughs> yeah. really wants in the situation because I think she just wanted to do a good deed and like not be bothered yeah. with a bunch of like, thank you so much. Yeah, I'll be your best friend now. I heard you know? a hilarious story a couple months ago that the paparazzi caught Justin Bieber trying to use his debit card and it got declined at a subway for a $5 foot long. Oh, that's awesome. And this girl in line next to him like bought it for him, obviously. Oh my gosh. And then, and then he was like, and he was like, oh, thanks. Like, can I give you some concert tickets? And she's like, no, I don't like your music. Oh! <laughs> that is such a, win. That's such a good story. I love oh Justin Bieber. On, on Elijah's podcast that we lost to the internet ether, to the computer to gods Boy. or whatever, the computer devils. Um, we talked about Justin Bieber's new album, is, Purpose, that was just nominated for a Grammy for Best Album of the Year. I really do think that it's best. That's the one that's good. on Trolls? Like, Oh, no, that's Justin Timberlake. Oh, I'm an asshole. I'm no, an no, no, that's okay. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. It's I'm, even, I'm, even, I'm even behind. On your I'm even, Yeah, I'm even, like, I'm even, like, worse than the girl... When you guys were, like, joking about um, email addresses, I was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I didn't even have an email address until after I graduated from college. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, but um, Bieber. Okay, I'm, I'm caught up now. Bieber, yeah, Bieber, yeah, Bieber, yeah. Bieber, Bieber, Bieber. But, yeah, anyway, I thought that was funny. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now I have to change everything in my head because I was picturing Timberlake the whole time. All right, well. Here we go, Becca. Okay. Okay. I don't know. The thing that happened to me is that I aged 20 years uh, this week. (laughs) (laughs) What? Because um, my type is now. I'm I'm accepting the fact, and this is another reason that I need to keep like writing and stuff and doing my own thing. Um, And a lot of my female friends and my sister have, have gone through where there's like no roles to play. Um, I was going to say at my age, but all I know is that I turned down an audition that was a pretty big one. And then um, I, because I think because I couldn't accept the fact that I'm being sent in for, first of all, I couldn't accept the fact that I was being sent in for 50 to 60 year olds. Actually, that wasn't that actually wasn't the main part for this for this particular audition. Um, the breakdown to me, and I won't say what the audition is, and I'm I'm reluctant to even say what the breakdown said. But the second sentence of it was, um, and who knows who's writing the breakdowns? Like it could be, you know, it could have nothing to do with the production team. Well, now a lot of playwrights will write the breakdown and put wow. it in the front of, of the play submission yeah. to the to Sam French or whatever, whatever oh, the publisher interesting. is. Huh. Like, sometimes it's dictated by the playwright. Sometimes, sometimes it's a casting assistant or an intern that's yeah. just like, all right, read this, you know, skim through this and then write up something yeah. real quick. Right. Yeah. yeah, this was for a brand new show, a brand new Broadway show. Um, but it said the second sentence of it said. She's let age and, um, and it's was to understudy. So a lot of times I understudy a lot of different types. We're talking about, you know, Morticia, Grandma, Al. But um, she said, it said she's let age and um, disillusionment get the best of her figure. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. And I felt so her bad. Figure, like, like her physical figure. Yeah. And maybe they were trying to say, like, yeah, I don't know. But I was just, I couldn't even get past it. And and again, you know, I always think I'm in trouble. I'm from that old school mm-hmm. musical theater, like, where I thought my agents, like, I was ready to walk away from my agents because I, 
because I thought they would abandon me because that was the reason I didn't want to go to the audition, you know, mm. like, um, <laughs> cause I'm like, what? She mistook a pie for a, for, she has a disease where she, she mistakes pies for apples or like <laughs> she forgot to get plastic surgery. Like I was yeah. just, but now, now I've, I've also lost my insurance again. So, mm. you know, my, <laughs> so then I was having dinner with my um, aunt and uncle and this other audition had come in for me, um, uh, for a regional, um, production of Secret Garden, which I went to yesterday for Mrs. Medlock. Oh, I, was, I was in for it too. Yeah. Come? Good. Why am I the only one that I What? Because I, I, Dickon is one of my dream roles. Oh my gosh, that'd be a great role for you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I had, I had, um, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's all I had to say. I had gotten the audition, but I hadn't really talked about it yet. It was for, uh, for Mrs. Medlock, um, who's like 50 to 60. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. And I was like, who, who, who is she? Because I remember the show and I, I loved the show and I saw it when I was, I, I, you know, younger. And, um, and then I looked on YouTube and I was like, oh, is, she's the part that Maggie Smith plays in the, in the movie. Yes. <laughs> and so, yeah. I had, even Maggie Smith wasn't old enough to play. Like when that, right? She was like just barely breaching Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Like 50s when that movie came out. Right? Because that movie came out 1970s. You're right. It was a while ago. Maybe it was that long ago. Yeah. Maybe I just think of her as older now. You're she right. was age appropriate, but you clearly aren't. Are not. Thanks. So much <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Um, yeah, I didn't realize how much it was affecting me because I was, I just came back from visiting LA with my sister and so I was having dinner with my aunt and uncle and my aunt was like, you know, what's a typical week like for you in New York? And then I hadn't talked about or thought about this audition yet. And then I started talking about it and I got so depressed. Like it surprised me how depressed I got. Cause I've been thinking about this kind of thing for a while and talking to my friends about it. Um, and my sister certainly like both of us, Sister's my sister's in the, in the business, business too. Her name's Heather Ayers. Yeah, both hey of us. Heather. Yeah. What up, Heather? Thinking about you. And I can tell you now, she's going to do Groundhog Day. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because it was in her. I'm like always never sure when I'm allowed to say, Groundhog but it was Day in her bio. And Dear Evan Hansen are going to go head to head for best music. I heard mm-hmm. Groundhog Day was really good. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, those two are going to. I, I don't know. Like don't the know. West End. Like the West End is all about West Groundhog Day. Forward. I've heard people who've seen yeah. it over there said it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, there's a few like Ayers is is in the business. Yeah, there's. I think there's a David Ayers. There's a too, David right? Ayers. I was going to ask if you were related. No, but I guess I'm not. But not. I, 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 yeah. Um, Are you I sure? Think... Have you sent a swab to Ancestry? We have. You. We haven't. <laughs> have you two ever been in the same room at the same time? Maybe. Um, you know what's fun? This will this will be tangent number three. Sure. The World Series uh, earlier this fall. Uh, you know, a, a couple. What a month ago. But by mm. the time this airs, a few months ago. Um, one of the pitchers for the Cleveland Indians, his name is Jeff Manship. Oh. And oh. I went, people kept messaging me being like, hey, hey is, like, Manship's kind of a unique name. It's made up at Ellis Island for re- pretty much what we know. And so a bunch of people messaged me like, hey, are you related to this guy Jeff? And I was like, well, we do have Jeffs in my family, but no, like, that's not, you know, it's not hmm. whatever. Um, and then I looked it up online and we are related. Oh, wow. Um, there's only... Eight, According to the 2000 census, there are only 834 manships in the world. Wow. And they all live in America and England. And hmm. in England, there's only like 70 of them, and mm-hmm. they're all in the same like village, like the same hmm. two or three villages. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's like 834 that's American manships. Wow. <laughs> and like, of course he's my cousin. Yeah. Of course. Well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But that's fun. I'm sure. I'm sure you and David Ayers have... Yeah, some we might we might line. be related. Some, yeah, because yeah, there aren't a lot of heirs. Yeah, well, I can't heirs is a pretty traditional American. It's a, you know like Smith Johnston, like you know some of oh, the earliest names really? in America, right? I, I would think so. <laughs> you know more than me. You're so much smarter than me. Yeah, I don't just know. Uh, no, I'm just I'm weird about names. I go by my middle name, so suddenly I'm like a connoisseur of names. Oh, that's yeah. cool. 
Um, there's one Brodsky who like works on the music for SNL in some capacity. Oh, really? Yeah, and like we follow each other on social media, but like we're not like acquainted or anything. That's great. Um, oh, that's actually fun. in my fitting on the Girl on the Train. You know how they make you hold a whiteboard with your last name and the outfit yeah. choice or whatever. So you hold up a whiteboard, and some assistant takes a picture of you and sends it to the wardrobe supervisor. Mm-hmm. And oh, I didn't sent... have to do that because the wardrobe soup was there. <laughs> well, they mm-hmm. sent off the, they sent the pictures to LA, mm-hmm. and then immediately, like as I'm walking out and filling out my SAG voucher, um, the they get a call from the wardrobe supervisor, and he's like, "Put her on the phone, put her on the phone." And they're like, um, "The wardrobe supervisor wants to speak to you personally." And I was like, "What?" And I pick up the phone. And he's like, "Hi, my name is so and so, and my wife's maiden name is Manship, and she thought that when her grand oh. when her when her mother died." That the family line died with her. Wow. We didn't know that there were other manships in America. And I was like, yeah, actually, I know about 50 of them. (laughs) (laughs) They're my family. That's fascinating. And she was like, uh, apparently, like, we connected and we wrote emails and he, like, paid for us to get some, like, ancestry stuff linked with my family's, like, already, like, genetic testing done. And, yeah, it was, like, nice to find out that my, you know, my third cousin is the wardrobe supervisor for, like, all these Hollywood movies. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. cool. It was cool. Wow. Yeah. So, tangent number three in the books. Oh, no, no. His his name wasn't Manship. His uh, his wife's maiden name. Yeah, I fucked that up. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, so so back to this type thing. (laughs) It's something we've discussed on the show before, I think, maybe with Branson. With Branson, yeah. Um, what did they say? Uh, well, so Branson um, has since left acting and is working predominantly in improv teaching, and then he does um, political cartooning. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. And uh, he finds that, essentially, as a cartoonist, he can be anytime, any place, and no one thinks anything of it. Mm-hmm. But still being in the improv world, like, a lot of his... Uh, um, a lot of his idea of type is more like the circumstances that are just tossed at them yeah. from the beginning of the from the beginning of the improv like sketch. Hmm. Um, that like people suggest to him like, oh, you're a dentist, right? And they you gift you with things. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking improv. Yeah. And so, yeah. so yeah, so he just, so he gets gifted with the same kind of stuff based he, on wh- what he looks in like the immediacy, yeah, and he has like in the immediacy of the moment. Like, yeah, it, that's which could really be, interesting. He looks. He has the body of Ichabod Crane, but the face of like a very young, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, like baby eyes, like big wow. baby eyes in an Ichabod Crane body. Yeah, Branson, if you're listening to this, I mean that in the sweetest way possible. You're, I mean, you're a very good-looking guy. Dude. Good for you. Very handsome dude. Wow, if I ever did improv again, I'd really try to think about that. Where did you Where did you study? Uh, at UCB. Me and too. Then, you too? Yes. Yay. Yeah. Cool. How much did you do? Um, up to 401. Wow. And then um, I took one of the electives. But now that I'm just so busy, mm. um, I haven't been able to take a class in a while. Uh, That's probably amazing. not until next year. And then I took um, Sketch 101 and 201. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I That's mean, a lot. And honestly, like, I don't know how you felt about it, but it really helped me as an actor. Yeah. Because I'm someone who comes from a very classical background of like including like ballet and stuff where it's very like stoic mm-hmm. and like it I was very I was a very tense individual. Mm-hmm. Um but like improv just loosened me the fuck up. That's great. Yeah. At what yeah. point did you see that your type was being solidified considerably older than you are? Like when when did those breakdowns start coming through to you? Like within the past year or the last Yeah, year? it feels pretty recent. I mean the first time I yeah. I played what I like to call an, an invisible mom was um, a few years ago where I realized, oh, this is no fun. You're there sort of for utilitarian purposes and you don't really have a personality or any sexuality or anything like that. And so 
it's I think not I started feeling, like eat the fish, bitch. Like it's not like you're not getting oh, um, August Osage County. County. Like, you're not getting like mom. Oh like, right, that out. show came out. That show came up with someone else, and I was talking about this because they were like, it was so nice to see people that were the actual actually age appropriate in August Osage yeah, County. Yeah. yeah, and then I sort of started making fun of it, um, and so maybe that's I don't know. Like the the part my sister's playing in Groundhog Day, I like to show people who played it in the movie it's mrs lancaster and it's like just looks like so starkly different than her and so um and so i'm like this is what's happening now but heather and i both do like little youtube videos where we kind of make fun of older people so i can't blame everything on the outside world because actually those videos that she does i think are part of what got her the job she does these videos Mm. called um good morning dear where she reads my mom's emails verbatim and um, does like a version of my mom. And so when she was getting called back for this role, she said her agents were walking around the office going, good morning, dear. And so, yeah, when I, when I, when I experienced that invisible mom thing, um, it was around the same time that my um, aunt gave me my aunt who is interestingly, I'm connecting this now. She's like my mother's Irish twin. Her name is, Margaret Mary and my mom's name is Mary Margaret and um and and so yeah (laughs) (laughs) wow what so weird well I think they took each other's confirmation names for their middle names but it's like it makes sense for them because they're kind of the same person yeah I was just talking to them because I just saw (laughs) them yeah I just saw them what are your parents names Mary and Bob hey Mary and Bob yeah are you the younger sister I am the younger sister yeah she looks younger so yeah I mean I don't know if she'll be okay Uh, yeah she if people think she's younger, that's fine with me. <laughs> but. Well, but that kind of gets back to your thing that happened this yeah. week. I, I'm fascinated by it me because too. I'm typed up 10 years. Like, the last role that I played was supposed to be, like, 30s? 32 or mm. older. Because she says in the opening of the show that she's Jewish and 32-ish, which mm-hmm. it means that she's probably more like 35. 35. And I'm tw- barely 25. Yeah. <laughs> you know. How do you feel about that? Because I guess I never thought about it when you're younger and playing those roles. Maybe you feel like... Oh, I get to be more mature, and then you get to a certain age where it's like you're those over the hill people that you're playing, and it's, it's not more, attractive anymore. Or whatever. I think it's, it's a mix of my body being uh, what what most people in entertainment would think is like a childbearing shape. Um, mm-hmm. That I, if you have any curves, you're clearly five years older than you are. Oh, um, interesting. But what's funny is I've gotten jobs a lot, um, even understudying jobs, but also it should have been you. They offered it to somebody else first mm. who was age appropriate, but mm. not necessarily big and like as big as I am, mm. um, which I make it sound like I'm like morbidly obese. If anyone's yeah, listening, like, you're I'm not, not at all. No, but I'm not at all. And that's the thing is like, even just a little, even just a little bit, not emaciated and suddenly you're mm. like, it's you're it, especially for women. It's weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. So that's why I get aged up is because of the, uh, because of the shape of my body. But also I think, I think I read older than I am both in life and definitely on stage I take mm. a lot of space mm. and I think a lot of women in their early to mid 20s don't take space mm. either either in life or on stage mostly in life I think they're I think they make a, a lot of I think apologies. that's a societal thing mm. like because we're still at the very beginning stage not the very beginning stages of feminism and don't please cut me off if I'm mansplaining feminism to <laughs> awesome women in the room but like we're still very like I feel like we're still very much at a place in society where like women are still apologizing for being alive and like that's so <laughs> fucked up well that's why yeah that's actually Hillary not winning is what made me go okay fuck it I'll tell my agents why I don't care anymore you know, know like was, were they cool with it 
They were so cool with it. And like great, my though. agents are great? all so cool. Well, That's they're great. just like this younger generation. Like I said, I come from this old school kind of abusive kind of generation of, you know, of in musical theater and that's changing too. And, yeah. um, and so, like I said, and, and I'm just that way, I guess, in, ultimately, like you were saying, you were too, like, I just always think I'm in trouble, in trouble anyway. Yeah. So like, um, you know, when I was, when I had the stakes have to be high enough that like, if I tell them the truth, I have to be ready to just like for them to not like abandon, yeah, exactly. you know? And then, and, and they were, you know, and I'm like, and I've experienced with, with them and then with my agent that I met on the other coast, just how this new younger generation is, seems to be more understanding and more, and my, my agent in LA actually said, you know, he was telling me a story about another client of his and he was like, your personal shit, your personal shit. I can't remember exactly how he said it. It was more profound than that or better. Well spoken than that. But he said, you know, that's the number one thing. Like that's what matters the most. You're, yeah. you know what? And so that's really cool. Cause that, yeah. but you're, you guys are both very inspiring to me cause you're very proactive about your careers. And I got to a point in my career where I thought I didn't, I didn't have to do the open calls anymore. But then I'm like, well, maybe I should because it's not all a linear yeah. <laughs> you know, thing. Well, it's, it's funny that we're kind of in a weird stage in our business where there are less and less roles available because they're finding more and more creative ways to, like you said, with your Les Mis stories, to make lots of roles out of one person. Yeah. And Les Mis is structured that way where you've got to create a lot of different environments mm-hmm. and, and groups of people. But in a play like, uh, let's say, you know, Hairspray, they can use the same, like, 10 people for all black and white roles. There's so many versions of, like, the 10-person My Fair Lady or the... Yeah. yeah. It's true. Like that current score of the Woods, which is, like, 10 The 10 person. Yeah, the more less people you can get. And now people have to play... (laughs) I'm just going to start doing one woman's show. It's also play Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it makes me crazy. It's a lot. Yeah, and, like, you know, a lot of that is, like, well, we can save X amount of money doing this. Oh, yeah, totally. The budget, yeah. Yeah. So... Really appreciate you sharing that with yeah. us because it gives such a perspective. And oh, oh, what I was saying before was that um, we're in a weird place in the business where because they're eliminating so many possible roles to save money, mm. that you have to wear so many different hats, and you also have to be willing. One, you might need a point in your career where you're getting offered roles or you're getting offered appointments, you know, on spec or or because they mm-hmm. already know you. But now you also have to kind of go back and pound the pavement again, which mm-hmm. is kind of yeah. shitty. Like, you yeah. worked all that time to start back where you were before because there's a new process to this. Like, yeah. I mean, And I yeah. think I've been resistant to that. And, and, and that's why I've been writing because I just want to write things, especially for women, to just have more things to do that are yeah. fun. You know? <laughs> like, hey, yeah. you and I are going to be great friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, I find that if I'm in between projects, like, if I'm just writing something or if I'm in an improv class, like, that is just as fulfilling to me. Mm as like working on a show or something like that hmm. because at least I'm focusing my creative energy on something. And That's great. I don't know if like you feel the same way but like you've clearly gotten farther than anything wow. I have because the one time I pitched something it's been like yeah we got that already but with famous uh, people and even we can't get oh, that off really? the ground. No I haven't pitched anything. I mean I've literally just done stuff on my own. I mean Again, yeah. I will be in touch. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean um, Well that's what I admire about you. I think I, I you you have Virgined opportunities for yourself that uh, you know I don't play really any instrument extremely well. I play mm-hmm. the I can follow on the piano, mm-hmm. but like really both of you are, are instrumentalists, both literally and figuratively. You know <laughs> that you're that you're making music and you're creating opportunities for yourself with your music, but then that knowledge of an instrument is instrumental to your ah, yeah to your nice. work yeah and to, and 
I, I mean, it sounds like it makes you both very happy with, you know, your side hustles. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's good to get to know what the kids are doing. I always <laughs> want to know what the kids are doing. And you're I never still, know what's... You're still one of the kids back oh, yeah. you. I the still feel like send, one. The fact that they're sending you those shit breakdowns, like... Yeah. I was reading Southern and I was like, I really don't think I look... I don't... Yeah. Think, but, I mean, it's like, luckily, my sister and I can both be character actors. Um, yeah. Uh, but, and then, but then it also takes the roles away from people that age, too. You know, like, the yeah. actual 50, 60-year-olds. So, Becca, here comes mm-hmm. the quiz. Okay. Question number one. What are you obsessed with right now? Mm, this woman, Jenny Lawson. <laughs> this book. <laughs> Jenny Lawson. Um, I just lost my book. Jenny Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> this book I'm reading is called Let's Pretend This Never Happened. Wow. Um, it's, oh, cool. It's the funniest. It might be the funniest book I've ever read. Yeah. We were just talking about. Yeah, you can take that stuff out. I just put... Um, Let's see. What else am I obsessed with? I'm obsessed with the Hamilton mixtape, of course. Yes. Um, yes. Is that good? Is that enough? That's I don't know. more that's than enough. Great. I don't know. You listed two things. Like that's great. Wow, that's good. There you go. <laughs> desert island. Yeah. So you're stranded on a desert island. Okay. Please name three things that you would like to have with you. And now remember, these can be like the definition of three things is a very loose definition. Well, I mean, I was gonna say my parents and my sister. Those could be your three that, I love that. Three people. But I guess we would need a house, so maybe one of us, we'd have to cut one of us out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who do you want? I don't know. They'd be good at actually building a house. I think they'd be good at it. Yeah. Between the four yeah, of you. Yeah, I'd can. say my parents and my sister, yeah. Because between the four of you, you can, like, get it all together. I mean, my parents are, yeah, they're still amazing and strong. And um, even if they couldn't build everything themselves, my dad could probably tell us how to do it you know yeah. he built me a room when I was a kid wow and then wow. that'd probably be good for my sister and I to get some exercise and learn how to work together so that'd probably work out totally yeah um, I don't know if you heard but you're 70 years old now <laughs> yeah. yeah so you're gonna need all the help you can get I know oh that gets me okay what we talked a little bit about Hamilton mixtape but what are you watching slash listening to well Sing Street that I just watched yeah. this week is it's amazing. on my queue yeah I have to finally watch it the same director that directed Ian's movie uh which was called Begin Again. Begin Again, which is on my list as well. Um, Sing Street, it's amazing. My sister's boyfriend and I watched it because she was teching her show. So I spent, and he was like, "This is probably going to be made into a musical too." I oh, mean, yeah. it's so good. Um, same director as Once as well. Mm-hmm. I love Black Mirror. Do you guys watch Black Mirror? I've heard great things. I've heard great things. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And then recently, I. Um, binged uh oz because they reposted it on mm. um on hbo and it's one of the most forward-thinking mm. i mean like it was way ahead of its time the leader of the muslims in that show is the most peaceful person on the show like um yeah it addresses a lot of things that we're still struggling with so that's good totally yeah and and you see like every new york actor that you Mm-hmm. That was working during the late '90s and early 2000s. It's like so that's Man- fun. Mandy Patinkin being on six different episodes of SVU and six different roles. Yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah, 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 totally. Who was the last person without looking? Okay. Who was the last person uh, that you texted? Not including oh. us. Not including us. 
My sister, probably. <laughs> yeah. It's great hey, that you guys are Heather. close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She just opened a show in Santa Barbara um, called Chapter Two. It's a Neil Simon show. I love that show. I didn't know it before. One, one of my college audition monologues was from Chapter Two. Which one? Uh, it's, it's it has says, a great monologue at the end. It says something like, you don't just get to open me up and walk away from it. I think it's that one. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh. really good. I went to her opening night, and I hadn't known That's that awesome. show. Amazing. Yeah. I never oh, heard Heather. of Heather. Yeah, she plays the other character. She's okay. hilarious. She's like the comic relief character, the the friend of that character that totally, you did the totally. monologue. Um, I was yeah. way too young to be doing that monologue. That monologue is for like a thirty five year old actor, but now maybe someone will cast me in it. It's great. Playing ten years older. I thought, yeah, oh. you should keep it. I I thought the same thing when I saw it, and I was like, yeah. first of all, that would be great for auditions. And the woman got applause after she did the monologue. I mean, it's. It's an amazing Yeah, it's a showstopper. Yeah, yeah. It's a showstopper. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and question number five, our favorite of this week and every week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Name one person, living or dead, that you may or may not know that you would like to wish well today. Oh, that's nice. I guess my grandma, Lucille. Hey, Uh, Lucille. Sup, Lucy? (laughs) (laughs) I've finally forgiven her for, for, for saying, I knew you'd come with your belly hanging out when I, when I, when I came over. Because I have a long torso. Good for and you. And so, like, I... I you wear I, a lot uh, of crop tops and stuff? I didn't mean to. I just couldn't find shirts that were long enough, I guess. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah. she's she, she passed away a few years ago, and she's amazing. I mean, th- I feel like... You probably feel like the older you get, the more you realize how amazing these people were. Yeah. So, want to no. plug anything, Becca? Um, do I? I mean, I want you to just go to my YouTube page and watch my characters. What's your, okay. Yeah, what's your YouTube page? Is it YouTube.com I slash think. Becca Ayers? Putting on Ayers. Putting, putting, you know what? I, just, I have a website, too, BeccaAyers.com. Okay. And I have a Christmas song, and I'm going to start selling the sheet music to the Christmas song. I should have started, like, before Thanksgiving. I do know your Christmas song. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you played it at one of our shows. Oh, cool. Yeah. So this year I'm supposed to be selling the sheet music once I can figure it all out. Oh, man, um, that's I want to sing awesome. that song. So people can do it for, con- yeah, now it's probably too late. But that's always me. It's like, oh, it's oh we'll finish the Christmas late. song next year. Never too late. Never <laughs> like, too because, late. yeah, okay. So, yeah, just com. Yeah, and nice. putting on airs. And then is that, that's also your handle on social media, putting on airs. Uh, is it, um, my Twitter is, is, um, just Becca Ayers, but okay. I think that, um, Becca Ayers was taken on Instagram. So there's like two underscores between okay. Becca and Ayers. Mm. Okay. Sounds mm. good. All right. We'll, we'll find them all and we'll tag them in uh, yeah. the Thanks you guys. Of, of course. course. Yay. Ian, where can people find you? I am at Ibroski on the Twitter and the Insta and at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. Where can people find you, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, Facebook.com slash Julia Claire Manship and ClaireManship.com. And you can find both of us at ThisWeeksThing.com, at ThisWeeksThing on Twitter, and find us on iTunes. You can like, comment, rate, subscribe. Our um, website is ThisWeeksThing.com, and our handle is at ThisWeeksThing. At this thing. Did we miss it? Oh, ThisWeeksThing this at gmail.com. There we go. I'll mix it all together. I'll make it yeah. like something. <laughs> 
All right, Becca, thank you again. Thank, thank you, you guys so much. So much. Yeah. Good, you're amazing. Yeah. So are you guys. You're thank you. And Becca listens to the show. Becca listens really to the show. Like, oh, I'm so excited for you. It's really cool. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. We don't know how much longer the show may or may not move on into the new year just because it's an expensive business to, to have a podcast. There's yeah. a lot of things that, you know, a lot, a lot of ducks to get in a row. Yeah. Usually. And a lot of time, too. A yes. lot of time, yeah. Um, so we'll see where the future is, but yeah. um, we can't wait to drop this epi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I'll, I'll blast it. Oh, yes. Good. yes we'll blast it. <laughs> or whatever you say. I don't understand Snapchat. I don't either. But I, I love Snap. I love it so much. I think you're right, though. I think my Facebook is backslash putting on airs. Maybe yeah. that's what I was mm. That's what it is, yeah, yeah. Totally. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being with us, and hopefully you'll hear from us soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Ian Brodsky. I'm Claire Manship. And, and that, that was, was the thing, thing that, that happened, happened this week. week. Bye, y'all. Bye.